My name is Dave. And my name's Craig. And today we wish we were playing Time Splitters. And welcome to No More Sages, a show where we pick one game from each year and explore how gaming has evolved. Sometimes we devolve. Mm -hmm. We'll argue if this is one of those cases. So, Craig, we're sitting here and we're all like, the year is 2003. Yep. Craig, pick a game. And you picked something that we were both kind of excited to revisit. Yeah, yeah. So I picked 13. Uh, Massive, massive childhood fan, but we'll get... We'll, we'll go down this path and we'll beat that dead donkey over the course of the next 25 minutes. So it was developed because by... Because the truth is out there. Right. <laughs> so it was developed by Ubisoft and Southend Interactive. I haven't even tapped that button. I don't know where we're going with that. Uh, released on Windows, PlayStation 2, Xbox, GameCube and OS X, which I didn't know until this very moment. And it was released on Xbox, GameCube in November 2003, and then on the Mac in 2004. We don't really count that. Yeah, so that is the kind of mini stats of 13. It's a first-person shooter with a Jason Bourne storyline. Based on a Belgian comic, if memory serves. Um, Other things based on Belgian comics are Pit Miss. Like, Tintin was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tintin was and good. North and South is okay. I haven't ever played an Asterisk and Obelisk game. Have you? No, never. Uh, so, right now, their track record for things turned into games from Belgian comics is a so-so. Mm-hmm. You're on notice, Belgium. Step well, uh, the Tintin that we played was amazing. The Tintin that we played wasn't the Tintin that we played, and it was <laughs> the Tintin that we played. Yes, uh, you are correct. Uh, okay, so uh, there's this was a big deal mm-hmm. when when I was a teenager, right? Like this was around that era where the only other real big cell shading game we had was like what cell damage, maybe? Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vehicular combat game. Yep. Uh, and so, so this was at the time very much a new art style. Video games were um, tampering with, right? Like, yeah. Like, oh, hey, what if we try this? Uh, you then add David Duchovny, which I was a huge fan of X Files, and didn't realize he couldn't act to save his life until much later in my life. And then you also had Ubisoft. Now, Craig, at this point in time. We all didn't hate Ubisoft. Nope, we did not. At this point in time, they were the Rayman guys. They were those cool French guys that did some unique stuff. Um, I think this very much counts as, hey, this is really unique. You know, this is cool. What was your attitude towards Ubisoft at this point? Were they a name for you at all? Or was it just, eh, okay. Oh, dear God, you're asking you're asking difficult things here. So like thirteen definitely went and punched me in the face as this is incredible. Thinking about what 
what would have popped up at the same time that was Ubisoft? Like, Sniper Elite they published later. Um, I can't. Th- I genuinely can't think of anything. Well, there, there's there's like Rayman Two and, and yeah, but I never I on. never played Rayman until Rayman Legends like four years ago. Like I'd never touched Rayman. Okay, all right. So let's see. Uh, I'm I'm gonna tap a list of Ubisoft games. Rayman Two. Toonsylvania! Bloody hell. Jeez, oh, Toonsylvania. Jeez. Yeah, I know. Oh. Okay, oh my god. Well, they were doing Splinter Cell, right? By 2000. Rainbow Six. Rogue Spear. Spl- I'm looking. No, 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 no. It's Rainbow Six Rogue Spear. <laughs> Rogue Spear. Rogue Spear. <laughs> I-, I like that. I like that. Um. I can't even I can't even navigate this list because it's so gigantic. Dave, this is such. A- it, it is. It, these are the, these guys. These guys were big guys. No, uh, Beyond Good and Evil was the same year. Prince of Persia was the same year. Um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was the same year. Uh, still, you're, all you're, the Tom Clancy stuff. The Far Tom Cry Clancy was the year after. Okay, yeah. Okay, so into Tom Clancy. So yes, now now that you've mentioned Tom Clancy, and then obviously Far Cry. I was at that point becoming a Ubisoft person, but at the time of this game, I was not a Ubisoft person. I was just playing a cool cell shaded thing. Fair enough. I mean, I mean that that was the thing everybody was talking about, right? Was yeah. hey, it's a first person shooter that's cell shaded. So let's talk about your history. Um, if you can remember, since we're getting close enough to a point where I can sort of remember playing these games like mm-hmm. firsthand. Yeah. Uh, do you remember what how you felt about it at the time? Yeah, like I absolutely loved this game. This game um, it hit me like a punch of, or it hit me like a cell shaded punch in the face. Maybe a thwack appears above your head. Yeah, a thwack appears above my head. I really loved the idea of playing this comic booky type first person shooter spy thing. It made you feel so cool and the wee kind of twists and turns in the story this is coming off the back of playing things like project igi and delta force which we still need to play but it it was at peak, yes we do we'd we definitely need to play it. it's at peak craig just before he goes off to uni gets drunk and forgets about games for a few years i love i love the game when you know in the first level when you're going to the the bank and you have to like Think yes. Get and then you find out that oh, I've amnesiaed myself and I've actually blown myself up. I loved that. Like I just thought it was the best thing since sliced bread. All the while, it, it introduced like this really good actiony stealth. Like the stealth mechanics in it were probably they probably felt better than what they were because the AI is. They're, they're spuds. They don't notice you if you start. They stand. are. They are some real spuds. Yeah, thing. but at the time, I didn't. I didn't realize that. I wasn't no, considering no, no, not at the time. how good the AI was. I was just. I thought I'm sneaking about with, and I remember the feeling of having that. You know, the wee cool throwing type knife that you get with the metal. Oh, hat. yep, yep. I just. I loved the design of that knife. I loved the cell shading. You hit, you shoot someone off a cliff miles away and they fall off and it goes ah and you see the person falling in a wee vignette at the side. All of it. Oh yeah, when you get like those, you headshot and you oh, get those comic panels that come up. Yeah. And, ah, yeah. Exactly. So all of it, 
resulted in my my memory of it being really strong. So when the opportunity popped up to play it, I was like, I this is one of my childhood greats, was this game, voiced by David Duchovny, who I didn't even realise at the time. But at To the, steal a line, the world's greatest acting robot. Yeah. At the same time, or actually slightly earlier than this, was when I was cheekily trying to watch Red Shoe Diaries at night to see if I could somehow <laughs> see boobs. You know... So David Duchovny Craig, was... What? Hold on. What? Hold on. I did the same thing. We all did. Uh-huh. Right? It's like, I hear there's X-Files and boobs somewhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is that show about? I've, I've no- never actually watched it as an adult. No, I've got absolutely no idea. I remember certain scenes, like there was a boxing ring element to it, and there was bits and bobs about it, but I've got, I've got no idea. It was just all about trying to see some, you know, like soft... Some naked core, ladies. Smart naked ladies, yeah. Uh, yeah, so like everything, and, and the X Files I loved anyway, so whatever. But I, I just I loved the game, and that was quite a big. That was a good three minute rant about how much I loved this game growing up. But it's 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 important to me. I I not probably not to the same degree, but for me, right, like playing this, it was the ooh ooh. These guys are trying to do James Bond. I didn't know that it was from an actual Belgian comic. Mm-hmm. I thought this was an original back in the day. And for me, this was like, ooh, this is a really cool counterpoint to, like, Nightfire and uh, Agent Under Fire and, like, those kind of games. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for me, this, this – I was – you could call me a fan of the spy action genre, I mm-hmm, guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I was a big fan of gadgets and sneaking around. Like, oddly, sneaking around and killing people without other people noticing. I was I was a huge fan of that. Yeah. In this. I don't know where my, my stealth just turned off in my brain. Dave, I'm like, nope, no Dave, more. Dave, at points, there's two people talking to each other and you can kill one and the other person doesn't notice. Like, the conversation must have been that dire. <laughs> they just, like, they just, you shoot one person and the other guy just turns around and looks off <laughs> into the void. Yeah, he's just like, well, good, I didn't like him anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe once they started making smarter enemies Dave was like nope I'm out uh but yeah yeah I, I was with you I uh I played this on the PS2 back in the day and that I played the exact same copy this week right mm-hmm. like I I kept it through my giant game purge because oh this is this is 13 this is yeah, cool yeah um should we talk about looking back on it what do you mean how we feel like looking back like now or looking back on it now like me looking at me from 20 years with ago 2022 eyes with no. 22 eyes like i still have all that same fondness but this is very much a large part of nostalgia as the enemy for how things are these days because when this you, is your little nemo when you look at the game uh, 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 now and this is answering your question from later the ai is pretty crap the story is okay but it's not they don't make the best of david duchovny like there's no running commentary between shooting people there's not like a all right i gotta get over there and do this oh yeah no it's very much this is a talking scene this is a shooting yep. scene um it, it feels very dated and, and a bit weird like that and i think it made a big impact but like whatever we spoke about before not tech demo wise, but just in general, it just feels like it was. It made a big splash and it did something amazing. But it, it looking at it now, I can see how I felt the way I did, but I wouldn't feel like that now. That's what I'm trying to say. 
No, like, like, like uh, this, this is in my own personal lexicon, right? Like, this is very much a fall from grace mm-hmm. in terms of, oh, once you look past smoke in the mirrors, yeah. oh boy, oh boy. And when you start comparing it to, like, and we're not going to talk about James Bond, but when you start talking about comparing it to Time Splitters, yes. to the James Bond games, it's like, oh, you guys were really banking on the pop and sizzle of this. To catch people. Mm -hmm. Because even that bank level, right? Like, we both have a lot of uh, fondness for that Mm -hmm. bank level. It it almost plays like a parody. It plays like the Stanley Parable doing a bank level now. Yeah, yeah. I get that. And now you're like, oh, oh, okay. And and yeah, I I did notice that with just, you know... Uh, Tim and Frank are talking. Tim gets shot. And Frank's just like, eh, what are you going to do? Um, it, it it hasn't aged super gracefully. And out of curiosity, how far did you play into this? I made sure I finished the bank level, right? Because oh, that, that's the big one. Uh, finished the bank level into the FBI building type bit and then just gave up. Because although, although we should... Or for me, I probably didn't put as much time as into it as I, I should have... I genuinely didn't want to ruin the game for myself. <laughs> oh, oh! so we have to ruin my games, but Craig <laughs> can't ruin his game. Uh, I played up until, if you remember right, I think it's the first level you get a crossbow. Okay. Where you're in yeah. the snow when you got to mm-hmm. kind of, there's that checkpoint. That was about where I stopped this time. Okay. And then I decided to play, Craig. Mm-hmm. I decided to play the remaster. And I watched a video of the remaster because I was curious, and I'm glad that oh, oh, oh boy, <laughs> my god, it looks they 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 they, ru- they ruined my baby. <laughs> they, they 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 threw your baby to the wolves. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the let's keeping it simple because we don't often get to talk about games that have a remaster already. We talk yeah, a lot about yeah. should this be remastered. Um. Okay. So the brief story is. The company that took it was full of interns and un... What's it called? What, what's the word I'm looking for? Unskilled, unexperienced. Yeah, unskilled, uh, unexperienced uh. people that were just up-and-comers. Like, nothing against them. You got to yeah. start somewhere. Um, and their their boss was a bit of a dickhead and basically lied to everybody along the way. Of like, oh, no, we're hitting milestones. We're doing good. Their uh. plan was to just take the original remaster the audio because they still had the original tapes uh-huh and then that's it didn't work because it was made in unreal 2 so you can't really just remaster an unreal 2 game yeah. and go bloopity bloop it's done so then they had the idea of okay let's just rebuild the game and slap some unity cell shading plugins on it Ugh. and that really didn't work no. So they ended up having to rebuild this game from scratch in a very short amount of time. And they just didn't have time to do the cell shading, which to me is so weird. Like, nothing against the designers and developers of this. You guys got stuck with a shit situation. Yeah. But when the one thing everybody remembers about a game is the cell shading. Yeah. Yeah, I think the it's really it's really sad. The, the character models in the new game look like they were pulled from Fortnite, to be honest. Like, a bad, like, the Chinese uh, knockoff yeah, Fortnite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, fault, fault and, evening. And, <laughs> <laughs> two weeks tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, 
And what's interesting is when you're playing the PS2 game, things look good for a mm-hmm. PS2 game. Mm-hmm. And when models act wonky, you can go, eh, PS2 game. Yeah. It's fine. Poor Tim and Frank. Uh, when you see that in high fidelity on a PS4, it has none of that grace you can yeah. apply to it. And not to mention, it's full of so many bugs, uh, people falling through walls, people falling through floor. It is, it's genuinely a crap game that's fun to play because it's so crap. Oh, no. See, I, like, I feel I wasn't joking in my monologue about how much this impacted me. It was, like, peak before, before, you know, like, jaunting off and stuff like that for a few years. And I just... It's, it's kind of heartbreaking, and I've, I mean that, and quite I, I, I feel it quite in my gut that it would. Be, it's like the remaster, the new Matrix is awful. It, watching that was like a gut punch of why have you done this? What have you done to my baby? So now you feel sort of what Star Wars fans feel, I guess. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. Like the whole, I I didn't get the whole. Oh my God, does the remastered it and. The, Added in CGI, whatever. I, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I'm I'm not a Star Wars guy either. I just know that they were not happy uh-huh. with the remasters. Yeah, but, but yeah, I oh, it just it makes me so sad. And you're right, the the character models and the in the sections that I watched, it's just it's like generic character models. Like the the moment that lifeguard looks at you, I'm like, oh no, yeah. oh no, what's this? Yeah. And I mean, they still try to do some of those flourishes, like the comic panel <laughs> flourishes and things like that, and it just looks bad. Yeah. If if they hadn't had those comic book panels, you would not even think that it was... Like, you barely think it's the same. 13 was not the story of 13. 13 was the story of 13 set inside a comic book game that was beautifully animated and all the comic book flourishes and everything. That's it, thirteen was the whole package, and what the absolutely rem- what the remaster has done is it's just taken the story and built a shit version of it. And I'm and I, oh god, I was just gonna say, and I'm sorry, I'm saying shit because I, don't, I know pressures and external factors and the pan. I, I read, oh yeah, I don't blame the developers at all. Yeah, it's, it's a management problem. Yeah, so not at all, but it just it. It just makes me sad. It makes me sad. Uh, when I was playing the 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 way well, you know you first wake up and you're on the beach and you know you lifeguard station all that jazz, mm-hmm. um, it felt like you remember those trailers you'll get every once in a while like here's Zelda in Unreal Four, yeah. and it's just like a, a quick video and you're like oh hey that looks cool. It felt like someone was like I don't know here's. 13 in Unreal Four. <laughs> eh. It it felt like a fan project. Uh huh. Which is sad. Yeah. Now, that being said, it's time to interrogate you, my friend. Oh, no. I'm not going to go full of Schieffer on you and put you in a chair with a hole I, in the bottom. I know, yeah. This is, this is, this is, this is getting rough. <laughs> um, would you have preferred this to just stay in the annals of history? As Like, is a terrible remake... Better than no remake at all. No, it it should have stayed in the the annals of history. Uh, same thing happened with another strong childhood favorite of mine. I don't know if you remember uh, my heartbreak with Carmageddon a couple of years back. <laughs> uh, 
I do remember that. I got to like hear your heartbreak in real time. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Um, and and I think some things should. I I like. I genuinely like going back and playing the old thirteen. I like going back and playing the old Carmageddon and whatever else. I like going back and playing the old things. A crap remaster is a kick in the nads for anything. It's like even a, a bad game that someone's remastered. If it's a bad remaster, it's it's really quite sad for the original piece of work because it's it's like saying to your toddler, redraw this beautiful piece of art and we'll just say it's the same thing because it's not the same thing. <laughs> it's it's a, a cash grab or something. There's something that upsets me about that reconfiguration of in in the the what the woolly argument of games as art, you know what yeah. I mean? It's that's the thing that ir- irks me about it, and I don't like being twatty like that very often. But it, it does. No, no, that's fair. It does irk me, and I, I felt really bitter about Carmageddon, and I feel really bitter about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, I don't feel bitter about medieval because those guys did right by Dave. So yeah, yeah. well done, um, well done, good for you. Okay. I disagree with you um, on most of those points. Mm-hmm. Now, this isn't going to turn into argument cast no. the cast. Um, but I think even a terrible remake still gets the game back into pop culture. And there is a, there is that chance that a new and up-and-coming a team playing it will play this and go, Hey, that had some really cool ideas let's try to do it better and then create something off the back of that that is better. But the chances of that team, if they're not like me or you or uh, retro enthusiasts going back and playing it are very, very slim. Like just the fact that it's out and available now, I think is, is worth the price of admission. Cause sure. I'll never go back and play the PS4 remaster of uh, 13. I will, however, imagine a place where a kid sees it for 20 bucks and plays this cool spy game that's really janky but has some cool ideas and decides to make a spy game when he's, you know, in the industry. So I think there's still a little bit of worth to a crappy remaster. Mm. Mm. Because, let's be fair, how many people our age know about 13? Not decent ma- number, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Decent number, no, about 13, but not a million people. The younger generation don't, but the younger generation are watching, like, Jason Bourne and the latest Daniel Craig Bonds. They don't need a 20-year-old game as inspiration for something that they get from other media. This is a good point, but how many games are like this now? Like, how many spy thriller games do you have? Arguably Hitman? Mm-hmm. Maybe. But there's not really any games like when we had the dirge of Bond games and 13 and Tom Clancy games and yeah. like all those kind of... They're not really around anymore. They're not. But I think we've said this before about certain genres that just... I can't... Th- like, do you know what Do you know what genre of game is not around right now that I really want? I've said this before, but like 4x4 simulators where you need to do technical 4x4 driving. There's certain genres of game... Wait, just... wait, wait, wait! Like, like, give me an example. Like, are we talking like dirt? No, not not like dirt. Very like there was a game I played, and it is like four by four something similar. Four by four Evo? No, it's it's less. Okay, it, it's 
the most technical of 4x4 simulators. Like, you've got to balance everything in your car, and it's all manual gears, and you've you've got to, like, hook onto trees to get over certain bits. It was a really good technical simulator of 4x4. By 4x4, by four by four, you're meaning, like, like ATVs, like right? A land, no, like a Land Rover, a Jeep. To oh, you, okay, okay. Like that. Proper 4x4s, four four. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. okay. Um, but yeah, the point is, there's, there's, there are like skateboarding games have died out. You know, you don't get a lot of certain genres True. of game. Even Tom Clancy is morphing into aliens. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's happened? Yeah. The, the, well, speaking of Ubisoft, <laughs> yeah. So I, I just think, like, oh, what was the point? Maybe it's not so much that. People aren't making it because they're just not making it. Maybe it's just because it's not in vogue. <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, every once in a while you'll have a game that springs out of nowhere that starts a trend. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, that's fairly rare, but it happens. It's yeah. happening just now. See, if you look at PS5, um, what's your word for like your layers of fear, um, like a horror walking simulator oh for yeah 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 first person survival horror survival horror well, without the survival yeah there there is a deluge of ps5 like actual ps5 releases like in sound mind out now for 12.99 on a physical disc yeah. on P- you know I, I think things like that it needs something like that i think the new belt bond game is going to be amazing i think that'll be spawning out well if there's things. anybody i can trust with a spy thriller it's io mm-hmm. right like like those guys yeah. know their stuff anyway the, the point is i think it's a vogue yeah. thing but we 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 agree and disagree all the time on everything well not everything we both agree that uh oxygen is a good thing for the atmosphere no no completely 100 percent disagree get, oh you flip-flopped on this oh get rid i'm not not fence sitting here at all get rid of it I don't want okay, that. So, I don't want uh, that stuff. Craig, <laughs> Craig's a nitrogen-based life form. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, if you see a a octagon that says "Bring him," please leave <laughs> me alone. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Like, 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 there's there's a lot of interesting things to talk about. Like, we haven't even touched on, like, Ubisoft. Yeah. Right. Do you, the really weird question. Do you miss old Ubisoft? But you said you didn't have a lot of touchstones with Ubisoft. Yeah, not not a lot. I really, the one thing I painfully want more than anything is like a juicy PS5 disc with all the Splinter Cells on it. Like I would, I would just murder. Oh, a compilation oh, would be nice. I would murder something, even if I had to pay through the nose for it or download it digitally or something. I don't even care if it's remasters or remakes or just just get it on on. I would just play through them all again. I just re-releases, yeah, yeah, because they don't look terrible. No, they don't at all. They'll play, but anyway. So I don't so much miss Ubisoft of old. I don't quite like what they've morphed into, but I do still play like a good chunk of their games. Like I'm you're very... a junkie for 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 yeah. Ubisoft games. It's just big. So so arguably, you prefer modern Ubisoft. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think. I, I mean, do. I I can't say I miss Ubisoft of old mm-hmm. uh, because again they didn't really track that much for me. I mean, it was like Rayman and Tom Clancy stuff, yeah. Prince of Persia, but I don't like Prince of Persia. 
But I, I do miss the whole, hey, let's try some new stuff yeah. every once in a while. Um, I suppose... Here's the... Oh, I was just going to say on that point, like, to me, Ubisoft hasn't... It's not now, oh, they're the Tom Clancy guys, or Splinter Cell, or it's Rayman. It's not to do with that. It's, I am in a lull between playing Game X and Game Y, and I fancy a Ubisoft... Like, you fancy a Dynasty Warriors. I fancy a Ubisoft yeah, game. Yeah. And it doesn't... Like, Palette cleanser. Yeah, it could be Immortals, Phoenix Rising, or it could be Watch Dogs, or it could it could be any any game. It could be you know, well, not the car one, whatever the fuck that's called, because that is terrible. But it could be, oh, the crew. Yeah, <laughs> it could be anything yeah. else. But it's more about a Ubisoft game is now a. Th- it's almost like meme level. I fancy a Ubisoft game type stuff. It for is me. very much a design style. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm at. Like a From game. It's almost like I that. I was just going to say, yeah, there's there's a house style for uh-huh. a lot of places. Uh, I, I just think Ubisoft is more detestable than mm-hmm. most. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. Like, I guess I don't no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the same with Dynasty Warriors, man. I, I feel you. It, it's... Now, here's a question I had for you, and this is also a unique thing that's not necessarily 13-related, but because we can talk about a remaster, it brings this up. Does now okay? So a little bit of background. Uh, I personally am not a huge trophy hunter. Mm-hmm. I, I I do it in games that I genuinely enjoy, and that's it. Like I I won't play a game just to get trophies, and I don't buy games to get trophies. Yeah, it's just kind of oh hey, I really like this game. I'm for some reason I'm gonna show the world I really liked it by getting a platinum. I don't know where that yeah. impulse comes from, but it, I have it. Um. And you're roughly the same, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, apart from, you know, like buying My Name is Mayo to get the platinum. No, I'm only, <laughs> I'm only kidding. Um, Look, Craig has Artifacts Monday platinums. Yeah, but I really like those I, games. <laughs> I know. That's why we should do them at some point. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I like trophies. That we could do, like, I was on trophies probably. But yeah, I'm very much the same as you. If I really like a game, I'll get the platinum. Sometimes I'll really like a game and I'll wouldn't even bother because I'll look at the trophy list and I'll be like, that was an odd choice. Why have you included this oddly specific multiplayer trophy in your trophy list? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Or or you have like a Tales of trophy list where you're just tired looking uh, at it. You're yeah. just like, oh, jeez. Or yeah, yeah. the one that pisses me off the most is, this is a 30-hour game, but that one trophy will take you 110 hours. Like, yeah. it's so stupid. <laughs> um, so my point was, does adding trophies to a retro game on re-release do anything for you because I'm dealing with although I think by the time this comes out it's out Chrono Cross getting re-released my mm-hmm. favorite JRPG ever and the idea of getting trophies in that game has me kind of excited like I'm excited to go oh, for yeah. I'm curious yeah. what the trophies will be oh hey can I can I platinum this yeah. does that like and I imagine if you're a huge fan of 13 you're like oh hey trophies yeah. achievements it, it, that kind of stuff it would pique my interest greatly because I view trophies as, like, if they're done right, and I imagine maybe they would... So if Insomniac does it... Yeah, it's... The the trophies are the developer's way of communicating either extra things to do or things that they find fun or exciting or something that you might miss or, you know, something... Like, a trophy list to me is the developer's note, post-it notes to you as things you might want to do. And... In older games that don't have those, I would love to peer into, you know, like Ubisoft France or Ubisoft Paris's. What did they think was really, was it, 
get ten guys to fall off of cliffs with ah yeah how how did they want me to play this yeah I would love and there would obviously be like kill ten guys with stealth and kill ten but (laughs) there's just there's something about a trophy list that's built right that I think is is good and it's a tool for good or evil oh my god this is sounding very Lord of the Rings it's a tool for good or evil (laughs) dependent on the wielder. One gamer score to rule them all, sir. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, like, and and when I booted up the short amount that I played of the remaster, I was like, oh, hey, to- oh, no, never mind, no trophies. Uh, so, yeah, like, I'd be interested to see more retro games come out. Mm-hmm. Like, those arcade games that come out, they kind of, but they're always like, ah, get to the end. Eh, yeah, good, whatever. It's, it's sc- um, a lot of them score. They're like Namco games. Yeah. It's, it's just arcade scores. You beat the score. Do this. Yeah, nobody nobody wants to the, get to the end of Dragon Buster. Oh my gosh, that was hell on wheels. Anyway, we're now starting to drift into just regular old topics conversation. So, the Nuggets, my friend. And now remember, this is for the original, not for the remaster. <laughs> it's for the original. It's for the because original. Because they would be yeah. brown nuggets if they were the remaster. Oh, uh, it would be. Ed, like, I'm I'm struggling with this one with nuggets because it's nuggets that I've had before and it's fleeting thoughts surrounding nostalgia and it always comes back to nostalgia. And you all see nostalgia is the enemy. Um, I got a really nice wee buzzy feeling from replaying a portion of this game and I put it down because I started to see flaws in it so some things should be left in the past but there's there's always different reasons why like sometimes your memory is completely inaccurate and sometimes like my feeling of this is an amazing game came from the fact that the AI was shit so I was like I'm great at stealth I'm good no it wasn't <laughs> the AI is just shit I don't I didn't need to know that <laughs> it should have stayed in the past so that is the nugget just just that kind of feeling of something should stay in the past. That's that's fair enough. Put it, you know, give it the miss trophy. Put it in the glass case. Leave it alone. Uh, for me, the nugget is this: a breadth of experiences can really make you see flaws. Like growing up, I didn't play too many first-person shooters on the PS2. I mean. Or at least notable ones, I should say, right? Like, like that I remember doing now. But having gone back and playing a large chunk of the FPSs on PS2, mm-hmm. it it makes this look worse. Like even you know, I, I know this is also a Dave flavor thing, but even Dark Watch, I think, holds up better than this does. So yeah, like like like, breadth does equal. Sometimes not liking things you used to like. And I can honestly say I, I don't like this anymore near as much. Like, it'll always be special to me, like like with you. Yeah. But, and it'll always be, hey, it's that cel-shaded game with David Duchovny, but that's it. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I, I, I think I've excised most of my nostalgia about this game, this playthrough. Oh, That's good. No, no, no. That's good. That's, I, I enjoy doing that. <laughs> um, That's why I no longer play Gladius, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, this this is the big one. Does it hold up in 2022? Uh, no. No. Um, just pure... I think that the aesthetic holds up. It, looks, it still looks good, but it does not hold up. Everything about it is feeling slightly dated, particularly in the AI space. 
Like, yeah. yeah. They they are uh, as you would say. Uh, there's, there's some dum dums, man. Like like even Thief had better mm-hmm. AI than this does. All right. So next up, we have things that I will look up right now uh, to see what we're doing next. I'm looking as well. Okay. God. Oh, hey. Speaking of Craig, perfect. Next up, we have. Red Dead Revolver. Oh, wow. A, a game that I really liked and haven't gone back to since. So this is a perfect uh, pairing. Mm-hmm. So if you have anything to say about Red Dead Revolver or 13, you can hit us up on nomoresages.com. We have a website where you can get a hold of us if you want us to uh, play a game for you that maybe we haven't heard of, maybe we have heard of. Who knows? Either way, until next time, Craig. Uh... Oh, God, I didn't think of one for this. Um, uh, the truth is out there. Okay, I had one, but I really have to go to the bathroom, so I gotta call this. <laughs> uh, Alright, goodbye! <laughs> we'll catch you next time. Bye.